0: hey everybody wendy sellers here the hr lady i'm here to chat with you today about 2024 and the fact that return to work mandates don't work Uh, executives are learning already and they will learn by the end of 2024 that they absolutely don't work in fact a fortune magazine article just came out and it's predicting that ceos will finally admit that return-to-office mandates didn't move the product need, productivity needle one ounce. And many of these future of work experts that are uh, mentioned in the article agree with that. It's based off of the Flex Index Report provided by Scoop. And so while many this past year, 2023, uh, predicted, first of all, recession. They also predicted a significant return to the office. However, occupancy rates of offices and uh, corporation locations have been flat year to date. So there's proof right there that it wasn't happening. Um, employees were, you know, definitely saying, no, we don't want to do that. The percentage of U.S. companies today offering work location flexibility has increased from 51% of companies offering flexibility in remote work or partial remote work. So 51% at the beginning of 2023 to 62% in the last quarter. So you could see that increase throughout 2023 and you're going to continue to see it increase in 2024. Let's go back a moment to talk about a possibility of a recession, because there's still a lot of talk about that. Even if there is a recession, which it doesn't seem like there's going to be, but I am not a financial expert or a market expert, but companies will then want to cut costs. And one of the first things they can cut, besides employees, which I tell you, please don't do that, you can cut office space. And that's going to be a huge saving for companies. Surely, you know, now moving into 2024, there's going to continue to be even more tech. Technology available that'll make it even easier to have employees work from home. I personally think uh, there's enough technology already, but it will continue to come out. What we really need though for the work from home or the work in person, to be quite honest, is managers are going to be needed more now than ever. Um, the days of having you know one manager every 100 employees or one manager to just check off the checklist and sign off on timesheets, they're long gone. They have been even before the pandemic, but we now really need managers who are truly trained on how to set their employees up for success, including giving regular feedback and truly managing their teams, not just supervising them. No matter where they're located, people need to be managed. Even people in person working are not properly being managed in a great deal of companies in the United States. So here are my thoughts as, you know, Wendy Sellers, the HR lady, is the world's not going back to the way it was before, especially here in the United States. Workers were burnt out before the pandemic. Still, many are very, very burnt out and they seek change. Listen, we've seen our friends and family members and neighbors uh, get sick and many die. Uh, now we're realizing as humans that being burnt out to make that extra buck or save for a future that may not even exist is not worth it. Now, that's us it to the extreme, but this is what many people are thinking. These employees are team members who we value so much. Wink, wink. We're supposed to value so much. They seek a life outside of work. They seek personal safety. They seek uh, health insurance, mental health care, and physical rest. And on top of that... The primary breadwinner role, you know, the male, it's vanishing. Not the men are vanishing, but the primary breadwinner as one person is vanishing. Women, above all, seek all of this that I just mentioned without losing opportunities for advancement. Uh, Gen Z, our youngest generation in the workforce, demands it. They demand opportunities for advancement. They demand uh, mental health care, physical rest, personal safety, uh, career development and opportunities. And, you know, here's the thing. You can make fun of Gen Z all you want, but it's the Every time we have a new generation, it's the youngest generation that forces businesses to change. So don't fake your shock and don't blame Gen Z. Millennials did it. Gen X did it. Every generation changes the world a little bit. Um, some for the good, some not for the that great. I personally think that with uh, the youngest generations in, you know, I'm Gen X, um, I'm almost 50 years old and there's no way in heck I'm going to work in an office again. Maybe for a day, maybe for a special assignment, or a project or speaking, uh, management training, but I'm not going to be, you know, getting in a car five days a week. So don't blame just the youngest generation. Generally speaking, though, your employees, your humans that work for you, you know, your human resources, they seek joy and they seek happiness. Not a sole focus on productivity. They don't want to just come in and be like, produce, produce, produce. Here's the thing though, happy employees, those people that are seeking joy and happiness, they're more likely to stay with your organization. Now, I want them to be happy. I also want them to be engaged, know what they're doing, know what our vision is, what we're going for, and I want them to be productive. We can do all three. And if you have a, as a company don't come to terms with the reality of uh, forcing people back to work in organizations that positions can work from home, either partially or full time, you're not going to have workers. You're certainly not going to have great workers that are going to be happy, engaged, and productive. Why? Because another company is going to take them. Another company already realized we needed to change and we did that. And now we're going to come and take your workers. Um, many of our companies, many of my clients, regardless of where the workers came from, we also have to train our workers on the knowledge, skills and abilities that we need right now. And many of those knowledge, skills and abilities are new. So. Whoever hires these employees are going to have to train them. Keep in mind, we always have to train new hires, even if they have 30 years of experience in your industry. We need to train them on how we do things, what our culture is, what our practices are, what our policies are. Here's my question, and I really don't know the answer to this, I'm assuming. Uh, Will companies continue to be as profitable as they were before, either before 2023, before the pandemic? Some companies were profitable because of the pandemic, but then now that has gone away. So will companies continue to be as profitable as they were before. I really don't know, probably not in some cases, but maybe even more profitable in other cases, but you do have to stop and spend money on the things that matter, the things that matter are your employees or the candidates that you want to become your employees. So what can you do differently in 2024? First of all, conduct a pay survey. So wages are a hot, hot, hot topic conduct a salary survey, pay survey, where are you and your employees and their pay compared to your competitors or just compared to the market in your area? Because remember, even if um, you're not stealing employees from your competitors, you may be taking them from a different industry and then training them how to operate in your industry. So. Be very wide when you're talking about a a salary survey. Uh, If you're working remote, which I hope you are, then you may have to do a pay survey from across the country or even the world. So consider that. Get an expert involved. I can help you as well benefits super important like i mentioned most people want health health insurance but it's not the end-all be-all because some people have health insurance options elsewhere including through a spouse a domestic partner a family member um, through the government through the military um, or they just want to pay cash so health insurance is not the end-all be-all in benefits but we do want to make sure that we are protecting our employees right to get health to uh, go to doctor's appointments so sick time is very important mental health care at a minimum invest in an employee assistance program many of those are attached to a health insurance program but you can get them on your own people also want development they want learning and development opportunities it's a demand it's not a request and as i already mentioned they want less work and more of a personal life sorry you're not going to be forcing employees to work 60 70 hours anymore even 45 if they only want to work 40 hours or 35 And you don't want, you want more, then you better be very clear of that in the interview process. Otherwise, you're gonna hire them, spend all that money on hiring them, finding them, training them, and then they're gonna walk out the door manager training is another thing you can do differently in 2024. Hey, promoting people into a management position is a great way to get them to stay longer. However, if you don't train them how to truly be a manager, how to coach people, and that you're going to need to coach these managers as well, you need to help these managers succeed. Otherwise, they're going to leave, which means you're not only going to lose a manager, you're going to lose somebody who was a great employee, great enough that you promoted them to a manager. So managers, Training super important. I can help you with that as well. Um, so and many many other people career paths. As I mentioned with the benefits part, development opportunities are a benefit. So start small, um, but for the love of everything good, start career paths and then actually implement them. Start them on day one of employment. Explain during the interview process what your career path programs are, what your development opportunities are, what kind of training you have. Then talk about it again in orientation and at their one week feedback. They're two week feedback, three week feedback, four week feedback. Yes, by the way, for new hires, you should be talking to them on a formal basis all the time. For some employees, it might only be for 45 days. It could be 60 days, 90 days. Eventually, feedback can go back to monthly, but no less than that. Once a year reviews, poof, throw those out the window. They're useless. With that said, really consider what can you do differently in 2024 And I would add, make sure you're looking at the flexible work hours and the remote opportunities, even if it's just remote one day a week because the rest of their job requires them to be on site. That employee may be very happy. They don't have to get stuck in rush hour traffic and pay for the gas and all the car repairs that go with traveling. So what can you do differently in 2024? Thanks for joining me, Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. My vision as an author, management trainer, speaker and HR consultant is to help leaders create successful companies that employees do not want desperately to take a vacation from. Take care.